Hi everyone, this is Maya from Kinspired Life. Welcome to the fourth season of Aligned Living by Design. And I'm super excited to announce that we will have a lot of amazing guests this year. And my first guest today is Kasia Rutkowiak from Pivot to Happiness. Welcome Kasia to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Hello Maya and thank you so much for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. I am excited to hear more about your story and how you decided to start Pivot to Happiness. So if you could share a little bit about your journey to inspire us, how to make those big changes and um, dare to, you know, pivot to happiness, regardless of all circumstances, sometimes it can be a challenge, right? So let's see how you did it. And hopefully that can inspire our listeners today. Thank you. Well, my pivot or my pivot they were not something I could foresee. When I was a little girl, I always wanted to be a veterinarian, just like my dad. So I became one. And instead of going the easy path and, you know, going in my father's footsteps in a way to, you know, take over his little clinic, I decided to follow my heart. And I moved away to Denmark to be with my then fiance and, and husband. And I became the first Polish veterinarian, actually, that was given the permission to practice in Denmark after we joined the EU. And that was a big thing. Wow. And um, yeah, so to make the long story shorter, I have spent 10 years working as a veterinarian on a little Danish island in a nation that is, you know, said to be one of the most happy nations in the world. My first marriage failed very quickly and painfully, and luckily it was a fast thing. And then I entered a new relationship that I entered for all the wrong reasons. And I know that many of your listeners can relate to that because we often do that when we run away from one thing or end something that is painful. We don't give ourselves enough time and consideration and we very fast enter something new. And this is what I did. And so I was in my second relationship. We had three lovely children and I was working, doing what I loved, but I was deeply unfulfilled and unhappy and uh, not, you know, having this bond between grown-ups. even <laughs> when they're kids, there's so much to talk about on a daily basis, but uh, to have a thriving life and to really feel that you belong and that you're aligned and you know what I mean? You yeah. need to have the connection, right? So that I didn't have that. So I have spent years feeling, you know, unhappy and lonely, lying to myself that that was okay, that I could, you know, take it and telling myself all the stories in order to, you know, survive another day. But the truth is the years, they're supposed to be some of the most amazing years for any mother, for any woman, you know, who has kids. I was having small kids and I hated my life. Mm. <laughs> and that sounds, you know, like, how could you do that? But if you don't allow yourself to be truly fulfilled, in every aspect of your life, these things can happen. If I may jump in, I think it's a lot of people, possibly women, I feel could relate to the situation. And from my personal experience as well, I think it's the worst feeling when you are with someone and you feel alone. 
in a relationship. I feel like that's worse than being alone and lonely. But yeah, I can definitely resonate with that. And I think a lot of women can recognize themselves because sometimes you just feel like and seemingly on paper, it seems like everything's perfect, right? But then if you're not fulfilling your own purpose, then you can still feel like it's not enough, right? So it has to be something that you feel connected to that can, you know, make you feel that void, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It does make sense. And I remember so vividly standing in the living room by a huge window in the middle of summer and my three wonderful, healthy, you know, children were playing outside with their nanny. We had an in-house nanny with us at all times. And I was thinking to myself, what am I doing here? Like, what is this? In a way, I was feeling as if it was a golden cage because everyone that was people that knew us, friends, so-called friends and everyone else, everyone that would meet us, they would just think just an ordinary family, you know, husband and wife and a house and small kids. And uh, they both have jobs, good jobs, and uh, they're doing great. But I was so, so lonely. And that led me to find I was not looking that a funny story it's funny things happen to us when we open on the subconscious level you know i found a connection to another human being that was outside of the marriage and then i have spent another six years of my life telling myself that i can never be happy because i once made that mistake then second time i made the mistake you know i i chose the wrong husband so to speak twice and i was telling myself like what gives me the right to believe that the third time could be the good one, right? And also, like, I made a mistake after a mistake, so maybe I should just stick to it, you know, not interfere with my kids' happiness. And that is a long story. I see it so differently right now from where I am. But, you know, just let things roll. And if I'm unhappy, then it just must be the price. Fast forward again, after a major breakdown, uh, mental breakdown when I finally came to the point where I could either end it and I mean like totally I was lying down with a glass of pills and I was wondering whether this is now and that's a very very dark hour for anyone who's ever been there yeah or I'm gonna just say you know what I'm gonna live my life and I'm gonna do it the way I want to mm. and so I did obviously since we're talking <laughs> yeah and i'm so glad you you did you know and that's the breaking point where you either decide okay i'm going to change something in my life and really dig deep or it's like status quo or as you said end it all together which is definitely a dark place so it's good that you could pull yourself out of it so what made you decide that and make that well, change in your life what was like the thing that made a difference well i just couldn't have it anymore i mean the pain of you know loving someone else lying to everyone lying to myself not being the mother i wanted to be for my kids not living my life truthfully not showing up for what i believe not showing up for what i felt it was building up throughout six years and i just couldn't take it anymore it was too heavy it was too much so that was this breaking point that was this explosion of feelings within me and funny enough, things that seemed impossible for six years 
they happened within three weeks. Mm -hmm. So everything I was telling myself for six years, that is impossible. I cannot do it. It's not going to be fair towards other people. What other people are going to think about me? Like, I'm not going to be able to take that responsibility. I'm not strong enough. All that, I decided to kill that voice and say, you know what? Either it's my life or it's no life. And uh, I choose to live. And once I did that, once I stood in my power, and I remember I got up from the bed, and for me, it's a very emotional thing every time I think about it. I stood up, I came to the window again, to the light, and I said, no, pardon my French, like, fuck no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm. And from then on, things went so fast. Mm -hmm. So why pivot to happiness, you ask me? <laughs> Within three weeks, just as I said, I did not only talk to my then husband, got divorced, arranged for children. The children were small at that time to go with me. I moved to another country, to my home country. And I also made another decision to pivot in my career. Because when I was living in Denmark, I started writing a blog. Blogs were a big thing back then. And this blog was about Scandinavian design and interiors and our life in Denmark. But it was more and more about interiors and design and less and less about private things. As I moved to Poland, I got a possibility and opportunity to do that. And uh, within a short period of time, I became one of the few professional bloggers that were writing about Scandinavia and design outside of Scandinavia. And I was self-taught photographer and stylist. And my pictures, they were published like from Australia to the US and in newspapers and portals. And I landed some amazing cooperations with the finest brands. And you know what? And every, not, not every woman, I wouldn't say that, but vast majority of women that would come across my story like you know from being a veterinarian to being a world published photographer writing about design that you know if it was animals that maybe you know but it was so different and then you know from creating a happy relationship because we did come together me and my twin flame and we are having a blended family together so from you know being twice you know unhappily married so to speak to creating a relationship that is better than anything i ever hoped for so women were asking me all the time how did you do that how is it possible the second thing they would say is i could never do something like that i wish i could change my career i wish i could leave the relationship that is so deeply unsatisfying or toxic or making me unhappy or I could connect with a person that I've been loving secretly for years and I just don't have the guts to do that. I don't have the guts to start my own business because the safety of nine to five is just too appealing. And besides my parents, they would get crazy if I did that. So many fears. My, yeah. What would my kids say? What would my parents say? What would my friends say? And I was taking those pictures and, you know, traveling around and being an influencer. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is not what I want to do. There are so many women who go in their own way, you know, to happiness because of the stories that they've been telling themselves of all the things they cannot do and cannot be and cannot have. And the stories that they've been told <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, it's like, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And then it hit me. How come it was so easy for me to shift my career, 
Although I am so grateful for the time that I was working as a veterinarian and I cherish those memories dearly, but it somehow it was easy for me to close that chapter and start something new. So I decided to dig a little bit deeper and I started studying brain science and subconscious mind and how we humans, how we operate. How is it that we can change some things whereas other things are just too difficult? And I'm sure that everyone who listens to this conversation, they can, when they think back to their lives, figure out that there are some things that come easier for them, some changes that are just, okay, okay, I'll do that. Some, you know, challenges that are easy to face and others are just like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. So what makes the difference? So I decided that I love Scandinavian design and I'm still going to be, you know, the biggest fan, but this is not what I want to do with the rest of my time here. Mm-hmm. So you decided to answer your calling. <laughs> I feel yeah. like you were called to this purpose, especially when, you know, we are always guided and then uh, your story actually inspired other women to reach out to you, which was yeah. clear that you've been called, you know, so to support and share your journey. And I feel like this is why we go through some things, especially, well, some of us that have been called to support others on their journeys is like, when you look back now and look at all of the challenging times, you know why you went through that and why it had to be that way, because you learned from it. If it wasn't hard, then we wouldn't learn anything. We would literally just move on, but it had to break us so we can rebuild ourselves again and get all of these amazing insights that you have today. For example, I also went through a lot of challenging times that I am grateful for today because now I can support people who are in this situation because I understand what it feels like. So I understand what anxiety feels like because I've been through that. I know what loss feels like because I've been through that. I know narcissism because I've been through that. These kind of experiences that we go through help us, especially if we're open for these insights to come to us, then we can learn from this experience and share, maybe help someone else rise as well. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree more. It's the challenges that shape us because when things go, you know, smoothly, yeah. we rarely appreciate and we never learn. You can only learn from lessons and lessons come in the hard and darkest times. Exactly. And unfortunately, we have the tendency as humans to go into the victim mentality or poor me, poor me. Why is it happening to me? Why does the life have to be so challenging? Why do other people have it so much different? And we just need to start asking ourselves better questions. Well, that's one of the biggest things I'm you know, working on with my clients right now. Beautiful women from all around the world that just want to create that change. Most of them the absolute majority, when they come, the questions they're asking themselves are not allowing them to find the answers. Mm -hmm. And I can see it so clearly because when I look back, and this is what you said, I'm so grateful for those dark years mm -hmm. because they are the proof that I've been asking myself shitty questions for almost a decade. Why me? How come? instead of what is this teaching me exactly so doing this now and understanding that you know somehow my subconscious beliefs were allowing me to change my career and pivot you know the second pivot from photography and styling into coaching and hypnotherapy was just like i took it with so much joy and passion and it was just like oh my gosh yes this is what i want to do but i've also you know shifted my subconscious beliefs not 
around, of course, what was possible for me in terms of creating a happy relationship, but also in terms of guilt for maybe leaving a relationship that was not serving me, but was a relationship to my kid's father. But I learned how to change that. And we are all thriving. Life is life still, but I have never even once regretted my decision. Yeah, you know, one thing I hear a lot of uh, people say when they're staying in relationships that are not good for them, they're not working, they're like doing it for the kids. I don't really agree with this because I've watched my parents stay in a toxic relationship that wasn't really teaching me anything about <laughs> harmonious relationships. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you have to kind of realize in this moment that you're teaching your kids it's okay to treat each other this way, which is not yeah. necessarily a good thing because you want them to have happy relationships in the future and you want them to see you happy, right? To teach them how to live their best life. If you want your kids to be happy, don't you want them to also learn by example, by showing them, this is what I'm doing to be happy. This is how we can treat each other with respect and kindness. This is what love looks like, you know? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes that we forget that we are also setting that example for our kids. So what are you teaching them by staying in a toxic relationship, being in a job that doesn't satisfy you, being miserable and being negative and not really being happy in your life? Does this really serve them? You know, so that's the question I would be asking. I know it's something that many people don't want to think about. It's a lot of, it's, yeah. it can be overwhelming, but just to plant that thought in their mind, just to see like maybe things could be better and imagine what you could be teaching them if you were living your best life, if you were happy, if you were in a harmonious relationship, it could be, I yes. think maybe a better I, example. I agree so much. And um, also, you know, the thing with, with my marriage, the second marriage was that we were never fighting. I mean, it's difficult to fight when you're not talking, mm. but it has so much to do with what happens afterwards, because you can go from a bad relationship into a hell of a divorce, right? So we have to keep that in mind as well. And I know that many yeah. women, many parents are, are worried about that. And yeah. it's a whole different story. You can always do it in a good way. And I mean that. I remember my daughter, she must have been 11 uh, and she was six when we left Denmark. She said to me, and she has a good relationship with her father. She said to me, mom, I really do not understand how you could ever be with my dad. Because she can see the differences between us. They are so obvious to her right now. She couldn't see them when she was six. And our divorce was very peaceful, was a very good one. But uh, now she can see that. And one of the things that happened that very day when I decided to go for my happiness is what exactly what you said. I have three kids. I want to teach them the best things about life. And what I'm doing right now is exactly the opposite. I'm not being truthful. I'm not telling them what I feel. I'm just living a life of pretending. And sooner or later, they will realize that because they're not going to be six and three and eight anymore. And what am I going to tell them? And you know what? One thing, if you studied the, the brain and the mind, another thing that also people don't realize that all of our subconscious beliefs are formed in those early stages of life. So oh, yeah. the kids are aware of that, maybe not on a conscious level, but they are aware of that and they sense your energy. So actually you are programming them 
yeah, to totally. in a like they will be dealing with that when they're older. So the sooner you can really deal with those issues, the better because you're actually going to help them. Oftentimes people think like, oh, kids, they don't really realize what's happening and they don't tell the kids, you know, they're hiding some things from the kids. But it's like they know, they know, you know, just be aware of that. I would say to our listeners, just be aware of that, that, you know, kids might be more aware than you think. And it is affecting them. So just be mindful of that and maybe see how you can shift the narrative in a different direction. So what can we do if someone is in this situation listening to us right now? What would you suggest? What would they do in this moment to make that change? That's a good question. And I would take the route of creating the awareness around the beliefs that we are carrying within us. So whenever there is an area of life where you don't feel that you are fulfilled, aligned, satisfied or happy, then you would want to go deeper and look for the beliefs that have made you create that life. Because you created the life through your subconscious beliefs and what you have decided was true or false, what you decided you are worthy of or not, what you can or cannot do. When women come to me and say like, okay, so what is my subconscious programming? How can I find out? I just say, you know what? Look at your life mm -hmm. because your life is a mirror. It reflects everything you believe. So true. And if you believe, for instance, money is easy to make, then you will always look for opportunities and well, they will present themselves and you will always be able to spot them. If you believe that, you know, men are assholes, excuse me, then you will only see the bad thing in men. Exactly. Whereas your friend can say, you know what? Men are amazing. Exactly. They are so supportive and helpful and strong and caring and loving. So just choose your belief. Of course, it's not as easy, you know, if something mm -hmm. has been programmed into our subconscious and we've been living this true, quote unquote, because these things are not true. These are just perceptions of reality that we adopted from other people. True. <laughs> then, and, and that's also, you know, if I may go this way, when you think about it, that you have been programmed, what you just said, by your parents, grandparents, by church, television, by whatever program was running in the living room when you were a kid, what they were listening to, how they were talking, what tone of voice they were using when they were talking, and so on. You made these things your truths. Like men are this way or money is this way or that way and love and relationships and everything. So later on, you operate from those truths, some say 90, some say 95% of the time without questioning. Because, I mean, how can you question something when you are born? You have no idea what this world is about and you need to make sense out of it. So you just adapt other people's beliefs. And how incredible it is that as grown up humans we allow those perceptions of reality that we adopted from our parents and grandparents and society rule our life so you can change that and whenever you want to create a change in your life you want to shift something go towards you know in a new direction ask yourself what beliefs you need to create around that topic to make it easier for you because there are many people obviously that are doing it already 
the biggest thing to realize is that what you think is the reality is actually just a belief and it can be changed. Oftentimes we think we don't have control. And then when, you know, we think, you know, all men are cheaters or whatever, and you keep attracting the same kind of men, you feel yes. like, you see, that's what I'm saying. You're like, no, it's actually happening because you're saying it. <laughs> so change your narrative, change what you're speaking out into existence, and you will see different things. Oh my God, I've been doing this for decades and I can really also testify that once you change the belief, everything comes easily. Oftentimes people uh, ask me, are you so lucky, you know, how you managed to do this? I was like, it has nothing to do with luck. I decided this. I design my life. I choose what kind of reality I want. So the moment I realized it was a belief that I needed to struggle, that I needed to work hard for money. And I was like, why do I have to do that? I'm just going to make this easy. So I keep affirming it's easy and things just start flowing. Why? Because I choose for it to be easy. I decided it's easy. My full energy is aligned with ease and flow. And so it does flow. <laughs> and then it's really what you affirm and choosing to delete that belief every single time it pops into your mind. And that is the practice. It's not overnight. It does take time. You said you do hypnotherapy. I also use hypnotherapy. I use subconscious belief reprogramming in that way, theta belief clearing, EFT. These are some of the techniques that I found quite beneficial. Affirmations, journaling, there's so many ways. Yeah, you said you have a freebie for us. Maybe they can check out something that you prepared for us uh, to get them started. Maybe some techniques that you would suggest you found were most beneficial. Yeah, most certainly. When you said easy, uh, I smiled wide because this is one of the questions I probably repeat most often when I work with my amazing clients is how can you make this easy? Mm -hmm. What if it was easy? And when they hear it, when you first hear it, first time, maybe you're like, come on. I mean, bullshit. This is not easy. This is hard because we just are so used to telling ourselves that this is hard. hard. It has to be hard, right? Because it has been hard all of my life. And so it is hard. No, because there are many people that think it is easy. So I, yeah. I love that. Yes, I do have something for your listeners that they might benefit from. Well, they definitely will if they go through it because, you know, changing subconscious beliefs is challenging when you do it on the conscious level. Obviously, it's just the tip of the iceberg. We have to use our conscious mind, our thinking brain to guide us through that. However, I do have a um, exercise, a limiting belief blueprint that I use with my clients that they like a lot because it leads you through a series of questions that allow you to get awareness around how much this belief is really costing you, what price you're paying in your daily life, in every aspect of your life, because you might think that it's just a belief around money. The price you're paying is like your family is paying the price, your relationship is paying the price. So when you go through the series of those questions, they will allow you to uncover the real cost of what it is. And then when you flip it, that also is in this exercise, it will allow you to start thinking bigger and asking yourself 
better questions. So I will happily share that. That's so very nice of you to share because we, I always like to have some kind of guidance and the things that you can do. I'm sure that the, even just the story is inspiring, but it's always nice to have that follow-up step. You know, what can you do today to make change that narrative? And I also want to just mm -hmm. say that just because things were hard before doesn't mean that has to be your reality. You can always make that change. It's, it's like a, such a huge responsibility that a lot of people are afraid to take you know responsibility for your life but you know what i really hope that we inspired the listeners today to really take that step forward towards their happiness because you know what if i learned anything in the past few crazy years that we've been going through is that life is too short life's too short why don't we just make the most of it while we're here because you never know you know what can happen yeah. tomorrow just appreciating the moment and being grateful and choosing happiness every day no matter what i think just time is so precious we have to honor it but being our authentic yeah. self and just choosing to be in that beautiful energy instead of all the negativity that we always get drowned in but choosing that every day is the practice i so much agree i'm with you on that 100 percent well, great. Thank you so much for being here with us. I would like to also share, if anyone would like to check out Akasha's work, you can go to at Pivot Downscore to Downscore Happiness and you can check her work out. Instagram, yes. Or you can go to pivottohappiness.com, which is my website. And this is also where we can connect and um, happy to answer any questions you might have. I also have a community of women inside a membership that are changing their lives, you know, every day. I'm also using the EFT and hypnotherapy and other tools to help women stay on track, not only to shift what is not serving them, but also to get some uh, support on an everyday basis so that they can create what they want from a new perspective. Because we can do this at any given time. It's our decision. Oh, definitely. And it's so great you have a community because it definitely helps to know that you are not alone and you don't have to go through it alone because it is easier when you're in a group and when you have that support. You know, I've been through many transformations in life like you and uh, honestly wouldn't have been possible without some people in my life and coaches that I've worked with and the communities that I joined because it really does help to know you are not alone. And trust me, ladies, you're not alone. There's a lot of people going through probably exactly the same thing like you are. So, yes. yeah. Yes. Every time we accept new members, they are so surprised to see as soon as you open up. And I'm sure that all your listeners have gone through this at some stage of their life. We think we have these problems and secrets and challenges and issues. But if we just dare to open up, we very soon discover that there are people that have been through it before. There are people yeah. who are going through this now and that we are never alone. Yeah. It's just what, again, what we've been telling ourselves, right? Mm. That my life is so horrible because of this or that. But what? if you're not alone and you never are no for sure all right so we have all the tools to pivot to happiness so let us know how you're doing on instagram and thank you kasha again for being my guest today for sharing your story it's been very inspirational and yeah i look forward to connecting you more in the future thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure all right bye
Hey guys, thank you for checking out this episode. If you'd like to support the podcast, go to anchor.fm slash qinspiredlife and choose your subscription model. Your support is much appreciated. I'm wishing you an amazing day. See you in the next episode.